gather round friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. I'm your host, David. And I am your other host, Philip. And thank you so much for listening. It's been real. I'm going to bed. No, Hoffman, we haven't even started the episode. <sighs> I'm so tired. I know, I know, buddy. This Tell is people- not our norm. And it shall not not. become our norm. (laughs) Tell the people (sighs) why you are so tired. Half past midnight, and I just had a long day at work, and I want to go to bed. I know. I know. It's Monday. If it were Saturday, then I'd be happy to still be awake at this time. But I, you know, what my step count today was like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen thousand, or something like that. It's a lot of steps. That is, you got to step in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much. Um, it's been real. It's been no, great. Good night. No, no, We've got a full main <laughs> topic, a full show that we got to go through, buddy. But but we do appreciate your sacrifice. We do appreciate you dragging your carcass over here. We appreciate it. And we will we will get through this together, I would say quickly, but it's not the case. We will get through this together. And you know what? I, I swear you might even have a little fun while we're doing this. Okay. All right. All right. All let's right. do it. All right. Let's get into it. We are actually recording on 4th of July. So happy Independence Day from one American to my European friend who it will will mm. be a fellow American one day. My, uh, I, I don't know that, uh, I don't know that, I think America's been bad this year and doesn't deserve a birthday. It doesn't deserve a birthday. I don't know. Here's the thing. You, you cannot deserve a celebration. I don't know that you can avoid a birthday. I, I think that's like, okay, it's, well, it's, it's gotten almost, a year older. It has. But it has. It's been bad. I'm getting uh, America nothing but coal this year. <laughs> uh, <sighs> well, well, I can't disagree with you there. And you know what else I can't disagree with you on either? Something that inspired this topic and concerns 4th of July is fireworks. You and me both agree to, uh, to dislike and, in fact, dare I say, even hate fireworks because i dare yeah we both dare i think for for some of the similar reasons i think we we uh, both hate fireworks and that's what's bringing us this topic today we can even start on fireworks but we both hate fireworks and that's usually something that most people love and we both hate it so we're going to go through an entire topic an entire subject of things that we hate that most people dare we say even a lot of people love so let's start with fireworks. Hoffman, when did you know, when did you find out that you hated fireworks? Because for me, it was pretty early on. You know, for me, it wasn't early on. I used to like fireworks. I remember very clearly, I was at my house in the UK when I was at university. And for some stupid, nonsensical reason, the university, because I lived uh, like a 15 minute walk from campus. So for whatever reason, their university was doing a fireworks display. And we could see it from, because our house was on a hill, we could see it from from right in front of our house. So we heard them and we went outside and we were like, oh, look, fireworks. And so I was filming the fireworks. And I remember thinking as I was like watching the fireworks through my phone as I was filming it, I was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> this is so stupid. No one's ever going to watch this video. It's not that interesting of a video. And I mean, for what? And I was thinking about the fireworks themselves. Like, what are these fireworks really doing for anybody? They're just they're just like flashing lights that go boom and like they're fleeting and then they're gone and people take videos and like that that'll never be seen again. That is just stupid. And they're bad for the environment and they traumatize little animals. Now, really, I mean, now that I think about it, really, I started hating fireworks when we got uh, Daisy, our dog. Mm. That will make you hate fireworks because uh, seeing what it does to her is just, it's enough to make me never want anyone to blow up. I'll shove a firework up your ass and, ah, God, makes me so mad. So the last thing I enjoyed about fireworks was when they started to come out in shapes, right? So whenever you could see practically the Mona Lisa up in the sky, I thought that was pretty impressive. And then nothing really happened. The last time I was ever impressed with fireworks 
was Katy Perry. Katy Perry's song was quite good because I did feel indeed like a plastic black bag floating through the wind. So I, I but that's about it. Ever since then, every firework looks the freaking same. And you can't tell me that it's not, uh, much to your point is that in Disneyland, like that has to be a single handedly causing sunburn across Florida with how much smoke they use daily for every fireworks display. I know. I know. Some people go there specifically for it. It adds to the magic. Don't I don't care. Don't, don't care. Don't care. It's loud, obnoxious, and nobody else can really do anything that you haven't seen before. If you're like five years old, if five to 10 years old, you are allowed to like fireworks from like. 13 and on it's like santa grow up oh golly okay next thing that i do not like that i don't know if you'll you'll join me on this bandwagon here hoffman but i thought one thing since we both like movies one thing that i don't like dare i say hate that others definitely love the transformers movies I feel for for many of the similar reasons. Look, look, look. Yeah, I'll I'll get on that train. Yeah, you'll get on that train with me because look, I was even willing, knowing going in that it's a bad movie, I was willing to go see Jurassic World Dominion. I have not, I've checked out so long ago on the Transformers film. I think the last one I saw was Bumblebee and that might've been four films ago. And even Bumblebee, I was low on. And trust me, you know me, David, I will go see a movie. I will go see a bad movie. The Transformers movies uh, do nothing for nobody. I don't understand. I will even go see a Fast and Furious franchise film because at least there's something fun and dynamic and overtly unique about them. Transformers, legitimately, if you have seen any of the first four, any of the first, dang, even any of the first two, you've seen the rest. It's it, You know Optimus Prime isn't going to die because he's the moneymaker. Him and Bumblebee, you know, they're not going to die. The main villain guy keeps coming around for round two, round three, round seven. I don't get it. I get every other film franchise in universe. Transformers is so redundant and boring. I hate it. And some people cannot, obviously a lot of people cannot get enough of it. Enjoy that franchise, Michael Bay. Hoffman, do you happen to have another one? Yeah, you know, I'm coming coming up with this like on the spot kind of. Like I thought about this when we were talking about fireworks and the fact that it's July 4th today. I really hate excessive patriotism. You know, when it's like, (laughs) The, your country is like the greatest. It's like, calm down. There's a lot of countries and everyone's got a country and countries are good, bad, all at the same time. Just like relax. You know, you know that song. Uh, and really, I'm. this is Americans who are most guilty of this. But you know that song that's like, uh, I'm proud to be an American. Yeah. Well, at least I know I'm free. So goddamn free. Whatever, however it goes. Like, you know that there's, like, countries all over the world that are free. There are 85 and, other and countries that are that are free. 84, maybe. They're totally free. And probably more free than America. So it's like, you're allowed to be proud to be an American, but where at least I know I'm free. Like, okay, settle down now. <laughs> We're all free. Well, not all of us, but, like, most of the world, in the West at least, is free. So just... We've all got a country. It's okay. You can relax. I can certainly endorse that. That is That can be far too much. I'm going to throw some people off with this one. Mm. Most pets, I'm not saying animals. I'm saying most pets do not, and, but most people love. And here's, here's where I'm going to make that distinct mm. difference. Most people love their pets. They love their little pets as if they are the, the beacon of hope upon humanity is settled upon. They love them as if they are the next Teddy Roosevelt, that they are the most unique animal. And for some reason, them sitting is the cutest version of sitting you've ever seen in your goddamn life. Well, guess what there, buckaroo? Your little your little mittens over there in the same litter box as as every other cat it's not unique and most of the time they are annoying and you just happen to get used to their annoying and you can't even acknowledge we just lost we just lost like 80 percent of our listeners right there. i know i'm sorry i'm sorry whenever i go to somebody's house i'll be nice i'll play nice especially if i don't know you that well but if i know you and i'm comfortable with you i'll be like i just don't like touching animals that are not my own i like my own pets because again i fall into the same category but otherwise i'm just not i'm not a fan of most pets they they are disgusting they're gross they pan on you they don't look that attractive and they're and yet and still i'm supposed to be like oh 
oh, it's a cute little. No, it just, just, just leave me alone. You know, I, I disagree on most po- points of that, but I will say, it, it, like, oh my god, I find it irritating when people get all like, uh, pookie wookie widow widow with their pet right in front of me. I'm like, I stop know that. some. That's so, so it David, makes me so. I know some people who let the dogs or animals. I should even say, not even ju- why limit it to the dogs. They have their animals lick up their dinner plates after they're done. I, I, okay, the, again, the w- settle down. I'm not on that same page as you, okay? I just, like, I can't stand when everyone's, like, when people are, like, oh, my God, this is so cute. I'm, like, settle down. Your your cat is a cat, okay? Now, when it's a dog, I feel very differently, but your cat <laughs> is just a cat, and it's kind of a douche. All exactly. Right. All right. Phil, I don't know that a lot of people are going to be with me. I'm not even with me on this one because I feel like this is really weird. I don't like, I hate red gummy bears. Specifically. I don't like the flavor and I know there's not much difference, but there is a difference and I don't like the flavor of red gummy bears and it's totally psychological because it definitely stems from from when I was little and I wouldn't eat anything red. Now I've come around on most things. But red gummy bears, for whatever reason, I just don't like them. And I will eat, like if I am eating gummy bears, like if I bought a packet of gummy bears, there will be all of the red ones left at the end. And uh, if I'm living alone, they'll probably go in the trash. Wasteful, I know, but this is just the reality. I just don't want, I just don't want to eat them. Yeah, if you were to exclude red candies and red assortments, mm-hmm. you would actually be missing out on a couple things. Like sweetest fish come to mind? It's like a third of all... Like yeah, things in a packet are like red gummy bears or red whatever, and I just Red's don't a fairly eat popular the red color. Ones. Yeah. yeah, and it's like that cherry or strawberry flavoring, and I don't like that at all. So yeah, red's usually a pretty safe flavor for me. So I'm I'm definitely not with you on that one, but mm. you do your mm. own hate. Going to the food, staying on the food topic here. You know something that I hate that everybody goes gaga for, and I might have mentioned mustard. This- <laughs> I do. I, I was actually going to put that on here, but then I thought, you know what? I've already, I've milked that cow for all she's worth. She's gone. So everybody knows that. If you don't know by now, now you know. But the one that I don't know that I either have mentioned enough or even at all, I'm not a fan of Cheetos in the slightest. One, of course, it, <laughs> it's a mess. But two, it is just gross. I hate the aftertaste. It's all puffy. And and, and I I enjoy the, the effect. I can enjoy the nice little soft, airy crunch. I, I know that. But the flavor is disgusting. I don't care if it's extremely spicy or normal Cheetos. It's got like its own cult of like a branding where the, it's Chester Cheeto, but he's a naughty little Cheeto. Chester Cheetah guy. I don't get it. Not me. I'm I'm gonna stick to my my if I want some residue on my fingers I will go with Doritos I'm fine with that I will lick those but Cheetos are just they're just disgusting in a lot of ways both in branding and in actuality that I'm just not comfortable with and so many people especially growing up used to live off of Cheetos it's it's just too much far too much you know I I. I don't disagree. I've never really found the fuss around uh, Cheetos to be anything of substance. I hate, I despise when people try to scare me, when people try to jump scare me. Now, I know that a lot of people don't like this, but some people are like, oh, and then they're like, oh, no, no, no. Coming down from the high. With me. You will ruin my day and I will f***ing <laughs> hate you for the rest of the Like, no, I'm not like exaggerating. I will not want to talk to you for the rest of the day. You will put me in an instantly bad mood. Not I like know jokey. This. I will like, I will be just furious with you. I like, it wow. just, it irks me so much. I hate it with a passion. And like, you will absolutely, I will probably be mad at you for days. I hold grudges. I hold very, very long grudges. No. And and like jump scaring me, it just pisses me off. Oh my goodness. I do not find the humor in it at all. Do you still get angry whenever you go and get a jump scare within a film? I'm just curious if that- No, 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 no. Okay. No, that's Because you know what you're signing that's up for. Yeah, especially when I know it's coming. Okay. But like, no, but even when I don't, like I, like I can appreciate a jump scare in a film. But if okay. you're just like hiding around the corner waiting for me to come and then I, I do and you're like, ah, and I'm like, it gets me because I, I, I don't know, I guess I scare easily with that kind of thing. 
You know what I say to that when people are like, oh, gotcha. I'm like, yeah, good. My instincts are still alive, okay? Right? <laughs> you who don't react, you're going to die as soon as you as soon as the apocalypse hits. Once Godzilla shows up, you're dead. Right. And it's <laughs> like when people like like swing an arm at you and they're like, haha, you flinched. I'm like, yeah, good, good. I should flinch. <laughs> that's, that's what you're supposed to do when something comes at you is flinch. No, I just I hate when people try to scare me. It pisses me off so much. I did not know this. This is very intriguing. We're both getting to know a little bit more about each other. No. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna go musical here. I don't know if you happen to have maybe perhaps like Justin Bieber over there. I know you probably oh, I, have I could. Kanye. I, yeah, I, know I know I have fewer prepared than you do, so I could just throw a couple in there. Yes, you could. Yeah. But for me, one that I I really uh, I hate that just especially of an older crowd seem to love that I just do not understand is Pink Floyd. <laughs> I, I know you, you thought I was going to go like Beatles or, or maybe even Elvis here, but no Pink Floyd. Listen, I get it. Anytime I I'm like at a, I'm at a poker game and a certain generation has a hold of the ox cord, so to speak, I will hear the wall. I will hear comfortably numb. Comfortably numb is the least of the worst. And then I'll hear money. And like everybody hears these songs and it's over and over again. And I, it's never gotten to me. I'm sure it's probably something in the lyrics. Maybe it's timely. I don't know what it is. It's never connected. And I keep hearing these songs over and over and over and over again. And at a point, it's like if it doesn't hit you at the first time or you don't even like at least find some reservoir of acceptance in summer you're like well at least i like the melody well at least i like the singer well at least i like this drum solo if you don't find any of that after a while something you just don't have any feelings for will slowly turn to hate and that's where i'm at with pink floyd get out of here go jump on your freaking wall go get yourself some money i don't care but leave my listening ears alone i'm done with you guys please i find that very odd that you would mm. hate Pink Floyd more more so than just like not see the fuss. Like you could not see the fuss, but to hate them is is intriguing. Because I keep hearing I, them over I like and Pink over. Floyd. Now I yeah I don't I hate Kanye man I hate Kanye I hate his music and I don't like him much as a person either for good reason I think Jared Leto also like Jared Leto also ruined his own music for me. <laughs> like I never had a problem with Thirty Seconds to Mars, and for a while I'd forgotten that that he was in that band you could ignorantly and now enjoy when it. i hear right exactly now when i hear his band i'm like Ugh. like he <laughs> ruined his own music for me uh <laughs> which i think is kind of funny it's hilarious but i mean i don't i hate triplet rap i was actually going to put that on my list for today but triplet rap is, is so annoying i'm with you snoop triplet rap oh. you know that all that like there's like a thousand rap songs that came out in the last like five years that have that same rhythm. Beat. And Snoop Dogg oh, had this interview when he was just like, all you guys these days sound the same. Like you all sound the same. And it's true. They all do. There's no like, there's nothing unique. There's nothing interesting about the rap music. All that triplet nonsense. Anyway, I was going to say, I don't hate Beyonce by any means, but I hate the hype around Beyonce mm. because like she's got good music, but She's not like she's not the most vocally talented famous artist there is. You're shaking the beehive. Like, oh uh, no! Like she's very vocally talented. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like iconic unique by any mo by any moins by any means. <laughs> by but any I also I just like I mean I don't know what she did to earn queen status. You know I don't get that, and I hate the hype when when I don't understand it. You know, just hard to get behind. Hates Beyonce. Noted. No. Uh, <laughs> I, if I go to, if I kind of do a, a, a cousin of food, I'm going to go to a place that serves food here for one, for mm. my last one. And I don't recall if you've ever been Hoffman. So this will be hard for you to fathom, but please let me explain it to you. I hate canes, raising canes. Nope, Have you ever been, been there? No, you've never nope. been. Let me explain to you why I hate canes. Canes is very simple. Serves four items technically one fried chicken chicken fingers two bread just like little things of bread think of like a half of a hot dog bun and it's toasted and everything fries and cane sauce now they as a drink they have lemonade that's somewhat unique to them but 
Those are the four items. And for these four items, people go insane. I don't know why people love canes. It's it's take away the sauce, which I do because I'm not a fan of most sauces. Take away the sauce. Chicken's dry, fries are non-spectacular, and the bread is great. But at some point, I'm just eating bread. Like, I love bread as much as the next guy. But when I keep going over and over and over to the same restaurant because people are going gaga for this, I had an ex-girlfriend who loved Cane's. I had to go there at least once a week. And this bread is fine, but it's not It's not anything great. It's not, it's not anything spectacular. And so here, having it over and over again, I just didn't even enjoy that. The chicken's dry. And the sauce is the star, and I don't even like the sauce. And to bracket it all, all the way up to the nth degree, there's a line all the time that wraps around the freaking building for four items, David. Four. Why? How? In and out. Yes, it has the same line, but at least it goes. Canes takes, I swear to God, an hour to get through. You are dedicating an hour of your life for chicken fingers. It is absolutely ridiculous. I hate it. I hate it. And I will never go there of my own volition ever again, I assure you. Well, I can't really comment on it because I don't know. But my last one here... I know you're going to disagree with me on, and I think hate is a strong word because, you know, like I can enjoy it, I guess, but I don't like watching basketball. Oh my God. I do not understand how people can watch. What is wrong with basketball? I like playing basketball. That's fun. And I'm not very good at it, but, but it's fun. Don't get me wrong. Like I, like I get why people want to play basketball. Someone invites me to go you know, shoot some hoops or play like a one-on-one or a two-on-two or a six-on-six little six-on-six action in the park. Sure, yeah, I'll go. A little sixy action in the park. Yeah, but I went to go see pro, like, NBA basketball. I've gone to see basketball at lower levels as well. It's such a snooze, man. Oh, my God. There's just just so much action. Like, it's so fast-paced that none of the fast-pacedness actually means much you know like Mm. it's like oh they scored a basket but great they are actually going to score like 40 baskets in the game (laughs) so each one means very little in like on its own whereas (laughs) other sports like rugby or like football yeah when a team scores it's like yes we scored you know we're only going to get like four or five of those in the game and we got one of them now let's hope that the other team doesn't get one Whereas, like, when the other team scores a basket, it's like, oh, it's okay. We just scored two. So, you know, um, it's just I don't get it, man. It's it's so much action that the action just becomes meaningless. And I, I just can't like I it, I just get so bored. Oh, yeah. I feel like basketball is for the basic minded kind of oh sports fan. Oh, my God. Okay. Now, now we've gone too far for me. It's oh. a bit I can I can understand how, especially near the end, where I will agree with you, near the end of a game, they really slow down the action. And that is unfortunate because it really takes the most important parts oh, of I the game. I disagree with you because down. at the end is the only time I find it interesting because okay. that's when baskets start to mean something. Well, sure, Whereas at the beginning sure. of the get for the first like three and a half quarters, you're scoring baskets and it's like, yeah, but, you know, we're going to score like 30 more. So it doesn't really. Right. Even a bad basketball game, at least 80 points will be scored. Um, right. I, I, I understand. I think for me, it's the artistry of the game and, and no, the, the, uh, the athleticism. Yes. Is tremendous. Mm-hmm. I'll give so, it that. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm not going to watch a whole basketball game for just that, you know? I can't. Yeah. Well, you know what? You are entitled to your opinion. I am entitled to think Transformers is the dumps. And uh, otherwise, though, I think we did learn a lot about each other. This episode of Pow Wow Podcast is sponsored by Sides. Meet Sides. S-I-D-E-S. An app that helps you take the law into your own hands. Turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, Sides will step in to resolve it for you. What, Phil... That one, that was supposed to be my line. What did we agree to in the contract? I don't know. I, I guess we can use sides to settle this dispute because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. <laughs>
We are having Mad Libs, and of course, this week, it is my turn to provide a story that David will fill in. So, Hoffman, without any further ado, your first thing that I will need you to do is anytime I point to you, I need you to sing out the words, no, no, no. Can you give them an example of how you will sing out the words, no, no, no? It's too late for this. Uh, why do I have to sing? Um... I, I, am I supposed to sing it like the Bruno song? You can sing it however you choose. No, no, no. Good. Okay. Uh, next one. I need a sports term for an action. Mm. A la alley-oop. A la pushing the green. A la scoring. Mm. I'm just going to go with fumble. Something edible you might not find at a grocery store. Weed brownies. What is a sound effect? Like pow, kachiga, splat. A noun. Titty. And then man or woman? Just one or the other. One or the other, woman. Okay. It is fully filled out. Here we go. I had the weirdest first date ever. I didn't think it was weird at first. After all, the woman I was on a date with was very attractive. But when I picked them up, I noticed that they had the faint smell of titty following them. And every time they moved their left knee, for some odd reason, their body would make a splatting sound. But those weren't even the weird things, because when they ordered their meal at the restaurant, they not only ordered the weed brownies, but they asked for the waiter to specifically fumble with their food before serving it to them. I honestly don't know how someone could eat after seeing that. In spite of all that, I walked them home and even leaned in for the kiss, but got swerved and their last words to me before closing the door to their house was, No, no, no. So, for once more, we're taking the main topic and we're flipping it on its head. We're adding a little bit of positivity to this podcast because I know you guys are like, wow, this is a drag. So, <laughs> we're going to just uh, just talk a little bit about something that we love that a lot of people don't love and why we love that thing. Just one thing. So, we're going to keep one it thing. real brief. Yeah. Phil, go first. I love, and this is going to make me sound weird, but I don't care. I love. We're past that already. Yeah, no, I know. I've given myself up on that. I love pimple popping videos. I know. I think you. I don't know that you're as alone as you might think you are with that. I think a lot of people get a lot of sick joy out of that. Yeah, we, we're a strong group. Those of us who you exist, <laughs> yes. we're not a very vocal group. Nobody wants to be known as oh, I'm the pimple popping loving guy. No, no, no. Yeah, but no. We're a strong and you know, mighty it's women group. Women, in my experience, who who are more open about being pimple yes. popping lovers. Yeah, they're it's more accepting in that degree. Mm-hmm. And and men can be like, oh, really? Well, I have this pimple, you know, kind of thing. But but uh, nobody wants to be the weird guy who's like, well, I love pebble popping, too. It's it's kind of, you know, you keep that a deep, dark, dirty secret until it pops into the moonlight. You know, I can't say I love it, but but I, I can I can watch it and be like, ooh, you know, yeah, uh, mine is mine is something that most people don't don't love. It's math. Oh. I I really, really actually really like math and most people hate it because I just think that like math, when when, when you understand a concept. It's like solving a puzzle, and I really like solving puzzles. So math, when I understand it, you know, there's certain challenging things, and it's very frustrating. But in general, I really like math, and I, I think that I think that makes me an outsider to society. But you know what? Math. It's the game portion of the recording, and we are bringing on a friend of both me and Hoffman's. Uh, Today, he will serve as my guest, however, but a friend of both me and Hoffman's that we both know and have known for quite some time. I've known this gentleman since uh, my days as a youth, working around in the various Arizona Valley Youth Theaters, especially Valley Youth Theater of Arizona. That's where we originally met, and we've done a couple shows together. What, What was your first role that we were together with? Was it Shrek? Tim? I think it was. The one and only Tim Oaks? I think I think it was it was Shrek, the musical, and I was playing it was Shrek. the White Rabbit, and you were Lord Farquaad. 
Yes. And our second role was I played the cat in the hat and you played the er, the immortal and notorious. The highly erratic General Genghis Khan Schmitz. Yes. Yes, of course. That is probably one of my highlighted memories of you. You even played that role like three times, didn't you? Or I know it was twice at least. Yeah, I think I... I, I think I did it well twice for for production, and then I did it another time in a class. That that role followed me around when I was doing musical theater, which was kind of crazy, so so random. <laughs> well, that's hilarious, Hoffman. Uh, you two are a friend of Timothy Oakes's, and uh, yes. you guys have a history as well. Yeah, we uh, we have a history. We dated for a while. Mm. And uh, and then we uh, we sadly broke up, but we we've we've learned to be friends again. We did. Uh, no, we met over a game of poker the same night I met you, Phil. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tim did a lot better, I think, yes, if I did. remember correctly. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. that's right. Uh, and we bonded over being actors, our love of Shakespeare, and our love of movies and pop culture in general. And we played lots of games together. The the group of us however many we were and lots of the most fun memories I have in LA were with you guys. So I'm uh, delighted to have you on the podcast after all, after all this time, Tim, you're a busy guy. We, uh, we've been trying to get you, uh, we've been trying to find a good time for you to come on. We, we have some plans for the future as well, I hope. And uh, yeah, we're happy to have you. So welcome. Thanks guys. Yeah. I really appreciate you having me on and I know that you guys have been doing this for quite a while now. And it's always so fun to hear everything that you guys talk about on Instagram and all the other places that I see, see you guys posting it about. Yeah, well, we're going to be putting you through the ringer now, as both me and Hoffman know you pretty well, but the general public obviously doesn't. So let's get started here with Hoffman. He gets two questions since you are technically my guest, and Hoffman gets two questions to ask you while I only get one. Three questions in total. Hoffman, start us off, if you would. Okay, Tim. Uh, you are an actor. Would you rather play a serial killer or a detective? Hmm, that's a good question. I'd probably say detective. I think it's always oh. been kind of a guilty pleasure of mine to play law enforcement and do this kind of voice where I kind of feel like I get to get a, have a little bit more bass in my chest, and just like a young a young detective would be. I just feel like it would be you get to so put fun. on an accent. Yeah, like, kind of that uh, like police I've been officer in, type of. I've been around a lot of dead bodies, kid. You don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to know the things I've seen. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I've just been called in for so many police officers and law enforcement, and I haven't booked anything really of note on in that realm. And so I feel like playing a detective would be really fun to finally just scratch that itch. You know. You know. I didn't know that, and I honestly expected you to to say that you wanted to be a serial killer or play a serial killer rather, <laughs> because because it would be like a more interesting like psychological challenge as an actor. Yeah, no, that's that's fair, and I mean, I'd love to play both. I think it's like again, just because I've had so many auditions and I've gotten, I've tasted that realm of of that type of role that. I would just want to follow through with that and actually have a role like that. But yeah, playing a serial killer would definitely have its, it'd probably be more challenging. And I I would definitely love the, love the challenge. Well, we go on to my question, Tim, I am, mine is also revolving around the, uh, the acting world as we uh, both know you are and have continued to be an actor, a working actor currently. Would you accept slash want to be the one-off villain in Morbius a widely regarded failure of an MCU film. <laughs> so you get to be in the MCU, but you're only a one-off and it's the villain. Like it's not even like perhaps a hero would have a reoccurring role, would be used in cameos, but a villain, most of them on the one-off scale, like you could be, uh, you know, the Jeff Obadiah, Obadiah Stane in like Iron Man 1 where it just you die. And most people don't even remember who's the, oh, that's right. So would you want to be a one-off villain in the MCU, but a bad MCU one-off villain? Well, two things to that. One, in the original Iron Man, they brought back one of those lab workers who had like one line as one of the main villains in the second Spider-Man movie. So you never know what the MCU is going to do. If I'm talking about artistic wise, it probably wouldn't be the most fulfilling experience. But if we're talking business, there's no way I could say no. You know, being a part of the MCU, just having that as a chip or a feather in your cap, like that, that has such a great reputation. And 
and to be a part of something artistically as big and profound, like as people, how do I put this? There are so many kids and there's so many people that are so inspired by those films growing up. It would be really fun to be a part of something that has such a grand impact in the whole world. Like you don't typically get that types, those types of opportunities as an actor. Um, you hope that you're able to get in something like that. But yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'd do it for sure. What if your villain character superpower was just like razor nails? And so in order to attack, you just had to scratch and claw the, the main hero. God, that would be awful to, to have to write that on your resume, I'm sure. All right, Hoffman. Hoffman, your turn. Okay, Tim, third and final question. Which do you hate more, the middle seat on a plane or when girls just won't make the first move? I know the two are unrelated, but we're talking about the things Mm. that we hate. I would say the middle seat on a plane. Yeah. Okay. The middle seat on a plane because, God, I've just been in so many uncomfortable situations. I I can take a nap so easily. I fall asleep so easily. He can. And so when I'm in the middle seat, I just... I can't get to like the comfortable percentage to fully fall asleep. And it annoys me so much on a plane. And then as far as women go with like making the first move, sometimes it's frustrating, but it's almost to be expected. It's not totally irksome. It's kind of like, you know, if I really feel compelled that I really want to talk to someone, you know, I'll make that happen. You know, I know that I can at least be social enough to to make that, that happen. So I, I would definitely say the middle seat on a plane. Okay. We now move on to the game, and Tim is here to play with us. And this game is called, what did I call it again? Uh, Love Love It or Hate It. Yes. Love It or Hate It. And the idea is uh, contestants are presented with a scenario, and uh, we will be private texting each other whether we love that, we would love that scenario or hate that scenario. So, for example, I could say uh, the waiter accidentally puts pineapple on your pizza. Tim texts me privately. Uh, I love that scenario. And I'm like, wow, that's disgusting. Never talk to me again. And then Phil will have to guess whether or not Phil, uh, whether or not Tim loved or hated that scenario. And he'll mm. get a point if he gets it right. Uh, no nice. points if he gets it wrong. I have three scenarios for each of you. Uh, Phil has prepared something more or less the same as that. Tim, do you have a preference on who you want to face off against first? Uh, I'll face off against um, Phil. Okay, so it's my game first. We're going to start with you, Phil. Okay. Here is your first scenario. I want you to text me your thoughts, whether you love this or hate this. Will do. You get free tickets to go to the movies for a year, but in a seat where a chunk of, of the right side of the screen is obstructed by a pillar... And you have to go at least once a week. Like this is this is how you're watching movies basically for the for the next year. So it's free for a year, but it's obstructed by a pillar. That's the seat that you got. Unlucky. Sorry. Text me whether or not you love it or hate it. All right, Hoffman. I have sent my answer. Have you received it? I have indeed. Tim, it's now your task to decide whether or not Phil loves or hates that uh, that opportunity. He loves it. He loves, he loves this, it. He loves this opportunity. If there's one thing that I know about Phil, he's a man he's that a appreciates. Cheap he appreciates great value. <laughs> and we always talk about the value in things. And by God, if he got to see free movies for a year, he'd put up with three of those pillars, not just one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Phil, was he right or wrong? I do love a great value. I am going to put love it. I, what's going on on the right side of the screen anyways? If, it's, if they're going to yeah, kiss or do something, good, it's in the middle of it. So Yeah, it's all on the left. That's where all the action happens. Yes, yeah, so that's where okay, all the action Okay, Tim, happens. you get a point. Well done. Well done. Okay, next uh, scenario. Tim, this one's coming at you. Mm. You have the power to make anything taste like dark chocolate, and you must use it at least once per day. Okay, I want you to text me whether or not you wh- whether you love that or hate that. Okay, Sorry. Tim has sent in his answer. Phil, does he love it or hate it? I think for me, the interpretation of how he took the question really changes. So if 
if you're eating something, let's say it's something inedible, like a chair. Yes, he can make it taste like a like dove and dark chocolate if it's just sitting there, but does it like change the construction of it? Does it make it chocolate? And I, I was thinking more like food. <laughs> so so he <laughs> if he, he has to eat broccoli and he doesn't like, like broccoli, he can make it ch- taste like dark chocolate. Okay. Okay. Uh, I wonder if he took it like that or the other way. I think though, I think though, he would put, Tim's not a big chocolate guy, but I think he would see the, again, speaking of the value, I think he would find the value in making something at least taste edible to him, even if he doesn't think chocolate is appealing. So I'm going to say he loves it. Tim, is uh, Phil correct or is he wrong? He is incorrect. Ah. He's incorrect. Tim hates it. Part of the question and part of the the preface was that you'd have to use that power once a day, meaning that right. I would basically have to eat dark chocolate once every day. I hate it. Right. I mean, I right. like dark chocolate, but I like it sparingly once every two months. Are you kidding me? I would not want to eat that every day. There you go. That's there you fair. go. I mean, it's all about whether or not you you love dark chocolate. If you don't love it, there it is. Okay. Tim, we're coming at you a second time. Don't worry, I have three for each of you, but they're just in a funky order. A one-week road trip with three strangers who are going to take turns DJing the whole way. That is the scenario. Do you love it or hate it? Did you say three-day? A one-week road trip. One week. With three strangers who are going to take turns DJing the whole way. The answer sent. I'm not going to give any tales away. No. He's no, put on his uh, secrecy shades. His Top Gun shades. Okay. Phil, what do you think? I know Tim to be an adventurous soul, even though there is a high chance that one, one of the three DJs will more than likely be something he does not like musically. I think he knows this, but I still think the sense of adventure and being able to have a week-long road trip will be too good of an of an opportunity for Tim to pass up. I would say that he's going to love it. Tim, the correct answer would be... I hate it. He uh, hates it. He I hates hate it. it. Why do you hate what it? What about it do you hate, Tim? That's The thing is, there's so, mu- there's so much information that we don't know. He said <laughs> strangers? Do I like these people? Do I know what we they're going to play? Yeah. I'm very particular about my music. And where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> so there's just too much undisclosed information. I can't make I can't I can't love that. I had no choice yeah. but to hate it. Ah. Yep, you had to pick love or hate. There's no in between. He chose hate it and I'm kind of with you there. Okay. We are going to you now, Phil. You get taken on a date to a Dave Chappelle show. Okay. A first date, I should say. Oh. Do oh, you that's love it? it? That that's it. Do you love it or do you hate it? Okay, the answer is in. Tim, what do you think? Does <sighs> Phil love it or hate it? I know Phil to have a very broad taste. He loves a lot of different types of music. He loves a lot of different just comedians, performers. He he can appreciate a lot. And so the fact that he's going on a first date to a Dave Chappelle show. He loves it. He loves it. Phil, do you love it? I hate it. And here's why. Because again, if we're going love it or hate it, I hate it. I love Dave Chappelle. I think he's hilarious. Uh, I haven't seen his newest special, which I know has had some consternation about. But usually he's hilarious. The reason why I hate it, though, is it's a first date. If it was even a second date, I would love it. A first date, though, it's it's akin to going on a movie for your first date. I don't feel like I'm going to get any information off of this person <sighs> with fair. the first date. That was the key for me here, where I thought I'm going to be so wrapped up and so concentrated on what Dave Chappelle's doing that I can't possibly love this, especially if I actually wanted to be on this date. If it's a if it's a date where I felt forced to go for whatever reason, if I'm a if I'm a third will, love it first date for somebody that I actually want to, and that's how I took it, I have to hate it. Yep, I I, I see it. I see it, absolutely. Okay, so there's the score is now 1-0 to Tim. Tim, advantage you. I have one more for each of you. 
you have to interview Donald Trump for a huge national broadcast. Do uh-huh. you love it or do you hate it? For the purposes of this question, can I ask, is it for powwow? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't, no, it's I can't. a national broadcast. <laughs> yes, yes. Probably not as we try to keep politics out of, uh, out of powwow. Okay, let me think for about For the this. most part. <laughs> the answers are in. Tim, what do you think? Does Phil love or hate interviewing Donald Trump in front of America? He hates it. He hates it with all of his guts. He hates it. Phil, do you hate it or do you love it? Only given two options here. Mm. And I love it. Here's why. The notoriety and advancement in my career that I could possibly get from that. Trump, pun intended. Any... Any personal feelings I could possibly have. Plus, if I'm given an opportunity to interview, yeah, I, it doesn't I, have to be a softball interview. It, it can doesn't be, have you to can be. ask him the hard questions. I, I think that yeah. that certainly can be. He might I, walk out. <laughs> and again, here's Morgan that, uh, advertised just that very, uh, very <laughs> action. Right. So the fact that if I could get it, and uh, I actually would be interested to to meet the person in person. Mm. So I would, uh, I would very much go love it. For my career, if nothing else. Okay, that means, Tim, you finish on one point. Phil, you're on zero. You're going to have to get this right, and that would take us to a tiebreaker. Oh, okay. I honestly expected you guys to be getting more questions right. You obviously don't know each other as well as you think you do. Final question, Tim, this is for you. You get to see your favorite band live, but your least favorite artist is the opening act. Do you love it or do you hate it? My answer's in. Phil, what do we reckon? What is the reckoning? Well, I'd imagine that Tim's favorite artist would be Billy Joel. And the problem that comes along with that is that Billy Joel is now older. He doesn't have that same sound. I mean, he's still a great performer. And in fact, me and Tim, ironically, have seen Billy Joel live in concert. So Mm. there is that connection. My problem being is I actually don't even know if Tim could think of a a band or musical artist that he does indeed hate. So I would think out of naivete, he would say, "Ah," I think he would say love it. The only thing being is I don't know if, if he thinks, well, let's say I do figure out who is the worst. And that then all, my only reward is getting to see an older version of Billy Joel. I don't know if that's worth it to him. So I am, I am pontificating and bellowing to avoid an answer. But I will finally say, I think, Tim, I think he loves it. Tim. Yep, I do love it. Oh, he yes, loves was I, it. Was I right about Billy? You were right. You were actually exactly right on the path that you said about choosing love it. Could not have been more correct. Oh, there God you go. Bless. Redemption oh, so- for Phil. The score is 1-1, which means we go to my tiebreaker. And since we're talking about things that we hate, Phil, what is something that I detest? Jared Leto. Well, true, but <laughs> <laughs> other th- a thing, like a, a something. Waste. Yes. Yeah, so plastics, waste. Yeah. Just that kind of stuff. I wanted, I want you guys to tell me. How long does it take a styrofoam cup to biodegrade? And this is according to some website. I'll tell you right now. It is according to sciencelearn.org.nz. Okay. Which I'm guessing is New Zealand. In fact, I know it's New Zealand. So what is the, this is a range. Okay. I want you to give me the minimum amount of time that it takes for a styrofoam the cup minimum. to biodegrade. And we will start with you, Phil since you forced the tie. Well, I am first, so there's really nothing I can say that would improperly motivate Tim here. I'm I do think it's on the longer side. I will I will say 30 years, 2 months and 11 and a half days, specifically on a Thursday. Okay. 30 years something 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 yeah. something. We're really only looking for the 30 years, years but- and change. 30 years and change. Okay, Tim, are you going higher or lower than that? That's a good question. It's <laughs> mm. a good question. Mm. I'm curious, what were you thinking of before I said mine? Did you have a number or, or a time in, in your own mind? What was that? Because I, 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 think- I, can't, I can't change my answer. I was thinking six years. 
But okay. you saying 30 years makes me want to think that I should go to 10. I'm going to go to 10 years. 10 years. So you go lower. 500 years. Yeah. 500 years. I mean, I guess no, but yay. No, no. <laughs> it's so bad. Guys, every time you use a styrofoam cup, it, that thing is going to be on this planet for like at least 500 years. It could be thousands. This it is why I only thousands. use plastic cups. It could cups. be longer. Okay. Yeah, please. Don't make me fly to Phoenix and slap you. <laughs> So hard. 500 years is the minimum according to sciencelearn.org.nz, okay? Go can on, I, Phil. I can yes, see you want to say can something. I, yes, I want to interject something that I think you'll at least appreciate. I, I I, will acknowledge and put in forth, I hate those biodegradable straws that they have. I think that they're awful, that they're just they're, – they like melt, and they're, they're far too easily destructible by the time I want to continue using them. But, but – I would be down for a biodegradable cup. They've got them. Yeah, yeah, yes, they, yes. they exist, right? Yeah. They just need to be more Those widely be more mainstream. used. And nothing is stopping you from getting yourself a metal straw. I've got no, some. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. There you go. Okay. Well, that makes you the winner, Phil. By Woo! the skin of your teeth, you weren't close. There you go, guys. Uh, well, congrats to all for playing. And uh, let's move on, Phil. Take it away. Yes, this is my version of the game, very much similar to, to what David's. The only thing that differs is that David does indeed have a skipping stone, meaning that he oh. gets an extra one to skip on either the part of him or Tim. Ha ha. So we will go forth with the game. First one goes to you, Tim. I guess I would be asking Hoffman this, though, so that makes sense. Okay. <clears throat> Hoffman, love it or hate it, Dipping your fries into a milkshake. Dipping your fries into a milkshake. Okay, the answer is in. Tim, what did Hoffman say in regards to dipping his fries into a milkshake? Does he love it or hate it? From what I remember in hanging out with Hoffman, mm. he's a man who enjoys a good indulgence every now and then. And this is no different. So he's loving it. Hoffman, did you indeed ba-da-ba-ba-ba love it? I ba-da-ba-ba didn't. I hated it. No, Damn I mean, uh, look, I don't really hate it. But if I had to choose between love it or hate it, I'm going to hate it. Like, I, I don't need to. I want to dip it in ketchup. <sighs> Not my milkshake. He's a very particular man. I think I tried it once and I was like, I don't get this, guys. I'm sorry. So, no, I did not love it. Sorry, Damn Tim. It. We return the volley over to Tim now. Tim, it is your job to tell me whether you love or hate this. We're going to go with coconut and coconut flavoring. Do you love it or hate it? The answer is indeed in Hoffman. For Tim, does he hate or love? Love or hate? Kind of love, kind of hate. Whatever you want to answer with this. Coconut and coconut flavor. Now, coconut flavoring is is very hit or miss in general, and I it's really just about whether or not the individual likes coconut or not. I'm going to say that Tim hates it, mm. given the choice. Given the choice. Tim, you were given the choice. Which way did you choose? He is correct. I hate it with a passion. Mm. I had the suspicion. Hmm. I you, are, you do not go coconuts for coconuts. He mm -hmm. does not. And remember, mm -hmm. Hoffman, we are going to go to you still with a skipping stone at your disposal. Yes. I just like to remind. I like mm. to remind both you and the audience. We will go to I you. I take it I can skip one of mine or one of Tim's. Yes, you can. They are pretty fairly interchangeable. Let's go with okay. you here, Hoffman. Do you love or hate Red Bull? The answer is in Tim. On the subject of Red Bull... Does Hoffman love it or hate it? He loves it so much. He's never loved anything more. He's going with a strong love. Hoffman. Never loved you... anything more is what he said. Yeah, never loved anything more than this. Where do you go on, on the subject? I, I said I hate it. And you know what? It's really just because it's not particularly good for me. And so if I'm given the choice, I'd rather hate it than love it. But I'm, oh. I'm a bit fairly indifferent to Red Bull. I, yeah. All right, Red Bull is indeed hated by Hoffman. We will go now to Tim. Tim, 
We've all been extras on a set or two, and now there are random rules and alternatives to getting paid faster, getting paid more, etc. We all know that these exist. So put yourself in, a, in the situation where the assistant director gave you $100 in quarters for your day. You mutter under your breath, but the AD continues giving everyone their day's pay. You see that AD next week on another set and ask, him, ask them why they gave it to you in quarters. They tell you that they assumed that when the studio told them that they were trying to get rid of some quarters that they were using for props and were offering someone to get paid $100 instead of the day's normal 80, as long as they took the payment in quarters, that you would be a part of the crew that would enjoy that. So the AD assumed that you would be fine with the payment bump. Love or hate that you got an extra $20, but at the cost of taking all $100 of it in quarters. It's in. Hoffman, did Tim love or hate that he got paid the full $100 in quarters? I think he loves it. I think he loves it. Is it is it worth the hassle of going to the bank to exchange it or or just having a bunch of quarters that you know that'll be your laundry supply for for the next couple months? I think it's worth it and I think Tim sees the sees the benefit in that. I think he loves it. Tim, the man goes with love it. Do you? He couldn't be more right. I love yeah. it. I absolutely love it. it. Because I if I'm in that scenario, I don't even make a thing of it. I don't even, you know, even if I did ask out of curiosity, it wasn't because I was frustrated by it. It was just because, wow, I've never seen that before. Why did that happen? And then when he says, oh, yeah, you got an extra 20 bucks, it's like, oh, cool. Thanks. Hopefully we can work together again. It's like not a big deal. There's no way that I can hate that scenario. As you jingle away offset, <laughs> happily <laughs> flipping quarters. Hey, do you Pants need something? falling down, pockets yeah. full of quarters. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're walking up we're and down. We're going to be going to that gumball machine. <laughs> walking up and down Hollywood Boulevard. Hey, you need help there, bud? You got a dollar? You need, you need to exchange? It's time to go thrifting, boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go back to a simpler thing here. Uh, Hoffman, remember, you still have a skipping stone. I'm available to you. He loves to remind. This whole time. He loves to remind. He loves. Mm. I love to forget, and so it's good that he loves yes, to remind yes. me. We will but go. No, to, I'm on it. I'm on we it. We will this go week. to you, Hoffman. I'll put you in a similar, in a different scenario, rather. You go up to a deli and order a steak sandwich with no mustard. When your sandwich comes out, you take a bite and realize that indeed there is a dab of mustard on your otherwise virginal steak sandwich. You go up back to ask for a new sandwich untainted by the presence of mustard and they tell you to keep the uh, the one you took a bite out of love or hate that you are now obligated to eat the rest of this mustard sandwich how is he obligated to eat that that is the man hates They're... waste the man hates waste oh i was going to say they got it so i went to return it wait i just want to clarify i went to return it and they said keep it you, as i will keep be the one throw... that i have Keep it yeah, as you they were going to throw it away. And you took a bite out of it, so they would be forced right. to throw it away. Right. Okay. Okay. The answer is in. The answer is in. Tim, does David love or hate that he now has to eat the rest of this mustard-tainted sandwich? But that's the thing, Phil. Mm. He wouldn't eat the rest of it. Oh. He'd give it to somebody else because he's a giving man. Mm. And because of that, he'd take that plate... And he'd ask around and he'd say, hey, do you want the sandwich? Hey, do you, do you like the steak sandwich with mustard? He'd give it to a kid that needs it on the an street. Orphan. An orphan. So he loves it. He loves it. David, did you hate it or did you love it? I do indeed love it. I love it. Yeah. You gave your steak sandwich to an orphan. You know, there are lots of things that I could do with that steak sandwich. And, and if there's an orphan there, that's exactly what I would do. And and if not, like that, I got an extra sandwich. It's got mustard on it. I like mustard. Sure, yeah. There you go. Okay, I, I'm not going to complain. I would, yeah, rather that than them throw it away. He's right. I do. I love it. All right, he loves it. So Tim is on the board with a point. We go to the last question here, mm. and and uh, it is to Tim. Tim, on the subject of coffee, do you love it or hate it? The answer is in. It is indeed in. 
I'm sure I've I've gotten a FaceTime call from Tim and he's been sipping on an iced coffee. I'm pretty sure. Like, I mean, Tim does seem like he could be the kind of person who's like, no, nah, man, I just I've got I've got all all that energy by myself. I don't drink coffee because I don't need it. He could be one of those people because he's he's got that natural like that natural like I'm awake and I'm listening and I'm attentive and I'm ready and I'm game for whatever the day has gotten storm for me. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure I've seen him drinking uh, drinking an iced uh, iced something um, on a FaceTime. Maybe I'm imagining that, but I'm going to say he loves it. I'm going to say he loves it. Tim, are you one of those guys who enjoys a nice iced coffee? Yes, but that doesn't mean that I love it. It's actually funny. I hate coffee. Oh, I don't oh. even like the taste. Wow. I worked at coffee shops my whole life, and I got used to the espresso and the energy that it would give me throughout the day. And I hate that I'm in a routine and an everyday habit of having it when I don't even enjoy the taste of it that much. I hate it. I hate it. I hate that I'm just stuck in this loop. I, it's honestly my mind. It's wow. just, it has such a weird effect on me, you know? Okay. So he hates it. Wow. Meaning that Hoffman does not get the, the clean sweep of the clean three sweep. points. He no. stays at two points. And but he does win. He does beat Tim as Tim comes onto the show, has been thoroughly vanquished by both of us. Thank you, Tim, uh, from both of us to you. Appreciate you coming on the show. And Whoa, of can course, we get that tiebreaker that you said was so exciting? You know what? Just I will save it. I will Unzies. save it for the next time that we have Tim on because I know we have an episode okay. saved specifically save for Tim. I will. Oh, and uh, cool. as a forewarning. As a forewarning, it does concern and revolve around koalas and their appendages. So just <laughs> okay. just, just in case you both want to start researching. So thank you so much to you, Tim, for coming on. Uh, where can people next see you if they want to get a, a glimpse of your work? Sure, yeah. Thanks for giving me a, a shout and having me a part of this. It's, it's always fun to see you guys. And um, if you want to see any of my acting work. Um, right now, I am on the second season, Big Sky, which was aired on ABC and is now streaming onto Hulu. So I'm in episodes three and four of season two of Big Sky. And then I'm in the process of shooting a new show that will be soon on Showtime's network. So I'll, I'll post more information about that on my social media. But um, if you want to see something now and current, you can go on Hulu and, and stream. And really quickly, what is your social media? Oh, and yeah, my social media is Tiz Timothy and Tiz is spelled T-I-S like Shakespeare's dialogue. I'm a huge Shakespeare fan, so that's kind of the inspiration behind that tag. What? So yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's T-I-S Timothy. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm probably most social on there out of all of the the platforms so out of all the platforms all right give him a follow on instagram we appreciate you coming on tim thank you so much hail fellow thank you tim Wilmot. and with both of those victories me and david both stay tied at nine and nine apiece Ooh. That slaps. We love this segment. It, of course, is where we bring new cinema, new entertainment, new music, whatever it is, new games, apparently, uh, whatever it is that we find at the week of that we want to bring to you, the engaged and listening audience, who we very much appreciate doing so. Uh, Hoffman, what are you bringing to the palette this week? So I just, uh, I'm, you know, I've done several weeks of shows, uh, TV shows, and I'm going back to a song. It's called Genesis, and it's by Armors. Uh, I don't know the significance of the name or anything, but I, I think it's kind of a groove, and I, I've been, it's kind of like a indie tech. I don't know what. It's just an indie song, and I, you know, I like indie music. If you of course. ever check out the music that I recommend to you guys on this segment. Yeah, Genesis by Armors. I don't know why I chose it this week, but I've been jamming to it. So there it is. It slaps. Maybe they're fans, very big fans of Phil Collins. Who knows? Uh, as long, I, <laughs> rather that than 
than the Old Testament. I've read exactly. Genesis. <laughs> you know, I've read it it's once or twice. It's an interesting read. Yeah, you <laughs> really should say that. <laughs> you should thumb through it sometime. Uh, I, mm. Mine is going to go towards somebody who certainly doesn't need any more promotion. They are quite famous, quite in the in the zeitgeist every now and then. Mine is going to be from Billie Eilish's library and catalog. It's called Listen Before I Go. I just recently heard it. Uh, I'm I'm sure I'm late to the party on this, but hauntingly beautiful. Very good. Normally, normally I'll admit I'm not a big fan of, of Billy, but uh, just the just the just her music. Very lovely person. But this actually connected with me. I loved it. I thought it was good. Go listen to it. It slaps. Well, thank you so much for tuning in this week. We really appreciate it. And we appreciate some other people in this wonderful on this wonderful planet and we want to give them a little shout out so thank you to cast and crossland and to jake corlang for the music that you hear on this show we couldn't do it without you guys thank you to tara armstutz for her wonderful contributions as well as josh haunts and ryan ardell for their musical contributions we certainly could not produce this episode without you guys thank you so so very very much And of course, thank you to you, the listener, for tuning in and supporting us. We hope you guys uh, enjoyed this episode, despite everything, all the all the things that we talked about hating and whatnot. We hope you learned a little bit about us. We certainly learned something about each other. And check us out. Recommend us to your friends. You can find us on Instagram at powwow underscore podcast. We post a lot of videos there so you can see what we actually look like behind these deliciously luscious voices. And recommend us to your friends, spread the word about Pow Wow, and tune in next week. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, just about anywhere except for Pandora. Because, Pandora, you're like a firework. I could do without you. And I'm proud to be a big filthy bear, because I live out in the woods. Eating salmon and licking my own ass, it really tastes so good. <laughs> <laughs>